Welcome to the Gambling Couch, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Cade, your host this week, joined as always by Keaton and Seth. How you doing? You guys say as always, like I don't miss weeks, like I didn't almost miss this week. Welcome Welcome back. Back. You're, you're here in spirit, though. We have your picks. Bless um, you. But uh, yeah, we're going to get rolling right off the bat this week, straight into best bets. Um, Keaton has the first pick this week, and what is your favorite bet that you have? Well, Seth took it last week, and I'll be going right back to my well here because it cashed last week, and it ought to cash this week. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots laying less than a touchdown against Jason Garrett, the clapper, at home in Foxborough in bad weather. Give me the pats here. Um, I think this is a get-right spot. Everyone keeps saying how they haven't played anybody. The one team they played is Baltimore, and they got their they got killed. And I think this is a spot that Belichick and this team show up, and they play really good football. I think they clean up some of the defensive stuff, stopping the run this week. And I think it's a step-up spot, and I think it's a touchdown-plus game here for the Pats. So give me the better team here at home. You go first because it's one of my best bets. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually on the other side. I just feel like 6.5 is a lot for New England here. Um, but I really like the under more than anything. It's going to be – Cold weather in New England in the 30s by game time. Half inch of rain. Um, I think the Cowboys will be able to run the ball against New England. Um, I like them to cover the six and a half and the under, as I mentioned. Cowboys are six and two in their last eight as a underdog. And I know that this Pats offense, they're going to figure it out eventually. Um, but I, just, I don't necessarily see that happening this week. I think that's something they kind of progress as the season goes. By the playoffs, they have things right. But last week was concerning with what happened in Philly, only putting up 17. And I just think the 6.5 is a lot in bad weather, so I like the Cowboys here. Yeah, so this is actually, it was my third best bet, so I'll kind of just give my pitch for it now. I'm taking the Cowboys plus 6.5 in New England. To me, it's just too many points in what I think will be more of a low-scoring game. Um, I think the Cowboys' offense has looked pretty good lately. Um, Their offensive line is the best in the league. Zeke hasn't even looked very good, but Dak and those wide receivers have kind of been able to carry that offense. Um, And frankly, I don't really trust, like you kind of talked about it, the Patriots' offense just hasn't looked right. And I think Tom Brady even kind of talked about how they have to change something because they haven't been putting up very many points offensively. Um, I think the Cowboys can kind of keep that offense in check, and I like them, their ability. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. That's like the one weakness of that Patriots defense. Um, obviously, their secondary is fantastic, but I think if they can establish the run, kind of work some play action off of that. I just think six and a half is too much. Like you said, it should be low scoring. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys kind of grinded one out here and got a victory on the road. So I am taking the Cowboys plus six and a half here. One thing coming back to this is if we're talking about this Cowboys defense, yes, this Pats offense hasn't looked very good, but this Cowboys defense got kind of lit up a little bit by Jeff Driscoll. Is that his name, Jeff Driscoll? Jeff for Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. And who's their running back? Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough. Bo Correct. So, um, I don't know. I just like to say that, like, I don't know if the Pats need to be good to win this game offensively. I, and they don't have to – I mean, Cowboys don't have to win to cover six and a half, really. I mean, it's no, a lot of points. And one thing I did take make note of is that Sony Michelle hasn't even been able to get the, the ground moving for them. He's averaging 3.3 yards a carry. Um, I don't know. And their offensive line has kind of been average at best. So, And I think the Dallas defense is definitely the question mark. And then the coaching mismatch, I think, is your two Yeah, Jason Garrett's so much points. better. Than if you like New England, <laughs> than the coach. Yeah. which I definitely see. I don't love it, but 
I would definitely lean Cowboys. Um, I have the second pick this week. Wait, wait, pause. So, like, so Seth and me have yeah, how much on this game? $100 bet. Oh, $100 bet. Kid, okay, you want to dive in? I'll I'm give you 50 fine. on the side. I don't love it. 50? I'm, I'm good. Come on, Jay- Jason Garrett, he claps so well. Man. I'll come at you later. Sometimes he tries to high-five his players. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, yeah, so my first pick this week. I like Seattle. They're getting a point on the road against the Eagles. Um, so this year, Seattle's 5-0 and on the road. 9-0 in their last nine against the spread as an underdog. 6-1 and one against the spread against Philly in their last seven. 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five on the East Coast. Um, 65% of the money's on Seattle, which worries me a little bit. That's kind of the public side. Um, and Seattle has scored 27 or more in eight of their last nine. So I think that Seattle puts up points against Philly here. I just don't think that Philly's offense is potent enough to hang with them. Um, Philly's receivers are banged up. They haven't been able to catch the football. Um, and then last week, Jordan Howard didn't play. I don't know what his status is this week. I think he's still banged up. I'll check on it. It's going to um, be a Sanders show again. And so you, you have Miles Sanders, a rookie running back, kind of leading your offense, so to say. I mean, you got Carson Wentz, but if you can't throw the ball, I mean, what are you doing? So no Lane Johnson for Philly. Um, I just think this is a good spot for Seattle. Um, I don't really mind that it's on the road. They're traveling across the country. I think that they cover, and I think that they win. So give me Seattle. Uh, I don't have a strong lean here, but I do lean the Eagles just because they're at home. I like their home field advantage here. They're only laying the one point, almost a pick them. Uh, Carson Wentz has looked good at times this year. Obviously, that offense is very up and down, but I think Seattle's secondary is pretty bad, and Wentz might be able to exploit that. Um, and for this Hawks team, I think they might be a little bit overvalued. I mean, it's a team whose defense isn't good, and they have two overtime wins this year, so those are games that are coming out of the wire. I mean, if they lose both those games, this line's probably, you know, Hawks getting four or five. So I'm going to lean the Eagles just at home. I don't love it. I'm not really sure how this game's going to go. Yeah, for me, it's like I don't, I don't mind the fact that they've won those two in the clutch. The one thing I'll say is, like, game on the line – Russell Wilson down. I like my chances a lot better than down with Wentz and, with Wentz having the ball. So for me, if I have to pick in a close game like this, I'll take the better quarterback. And I don't think these defenses are that different. Yes, the Eagles stopped the run um, better than the Seahawks, but I also think the Seahawks get to the quarterback a little bit better than the Eagles do. So given the toss-up, I'll take the Hawks' offense. It's been pretty explosive at times. Kind of hit the nail on the head for me. I like, you know, a lot of these Seattle games come down to the last drive, and I've got Russell Wilson. Um, I've got Tyler Lockett. I feel like I have the much better offense. That's kind of what I'm leaning on. Um, By the way, Michael Thomas has more receptions and receiving yards than the entire Eagles wide receiver core. Is that good for Doesn't Eagles? surprise me. Michael Thomas should be in the MVP conversation. Not like, not necessarily top three, but like top five for sure. His numbers are fantastic. Seth, your first pick. My first pick of the week. Uh, I've been taking the Ravens. Uh, they're on the road on Monday night, laying three points in L.A. against the Rams. Really, it just comes down to I love this Ravens team. I think they... Or right now, they're playing like they're the best team in football. Lamar Jackson is leading the MVP race. He's looked fantastic. Um, the Ravens' defense has turned it on. They started the year slow, but they've kind of figured it out. It's a very complex defense. We talked about it earlier in the year, how if they figured things out, that'd be a scary defense, and it's looking like they have. Um, we saw them hold the high-powered Texans offense to only seven points last week. Um, I love their cornerbacks. I think I think Brandon Cooks is going to be back this week, but I think they'll be kind of be able to shut him down. And we've talked before kind of how their blitzing schemes are very complex, and I think that they're going to be able to throw a lot at an offensive line that has struggled for the most part this year. Um, so I think they're going to be able to kind of put pressure on Goff and make him make bad decisions. You're confusing me. 
Um, so I think they're, you know, they're going to generate pressure against Jared Goff, get to the quarterback. And the Rams, they're good at stopping the run. But the one thing about the Ravens, one, they're the best rushing offense in the NFL. Two, they're not a traditional rushing team in that their quarterback will lead them in rushing uh, for a lot of weeks. So I like Lamar Jackson to go off against this defense. And um, I don't think the Rams are going to be able to do much against a strong Ravens team. Yeah, I'm on the other side. I actually like the Rams here. Home dog, getting three points. I really like how the Rams' defense has been playing the last few weeks. They're third against the rush in DVOA, and obviously that's what the Ravens do well. Um, so I think they match up well there. And the Ravens' defense struggles against the run. They're 25th. Um, and I think the Rams can pound the ball here. You know, you kind of have a multifaceted running game with Gurley, who hasn't really been the same. you got Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson. They have guys that can, you know, kind of pound the rock. And I'm just getting three points with the home team um, Monday night in primetime. Um, I think this thing, you know, could be lower scoring with the two defenses kind of going at it. Um, so I'm going to take the points. I mean, that's fair. I like that side. The one thing I'll say is I talked about how Brandon Cooks is coming back. The one thing I'll say is I don't think that moves this line at all. I don't think it really helps one side. Um, just more because we talked about his injuries and stuff like that. I don't know if McVay really runs him out a ton and has him running into traffic where he can be dangerous. Beyond that, I just think this is a game that I don't think the Rams' defense is prepared for all the weapons and the big packages that the Ravens throw out there. I think the mismatch um, at the safety position and the linebacker position is going to help help the Ravens a lot here. And the other thing I'll say is you have Marcus Peters on one side, which he definitely has some ideas of what the Rams like to do defensively, which is going to help um, Harbor on that offensive uh, staff get ready for this game. So I'll, I'll lay three. It's not that bad. I don't love it. But I probably would have taken the Ravens here if Seth hadn't. So give me the Ravens minus three. Little tidbit too. Eric Weddle came out and said he's not yeah. gonna give up any of the Ravens schemes to the Rams. So I guarantee Peters has no problem. Karma spot for the Rams, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Karma on their side. Yeah, I like the Rams. <laughs> You're not biased. I like the Rams. I sure do. Um, Seth's second pick. So my second pick, and I will have talked about all three of my best bets. I'm taking the Oakland Raiders. They're laying three points in New York against the Jets. Um, I really like this Raiders offense. Um, I think that they have a really good offensive line. Um, they've been Their offensive line has been surprisingly fantastic this year. Josh Jacobs is one of the best running backs in the game. Derek Carr has looked good. He averaged 10 yards per attempt last week. Um, in a game where they only put up 17 points against the Bengals. If you look at the underlying numbers, they ran for about five yards a carry. He had 10 yards per attempt. I'm not sure. I didn't watch that game. I didn't look into it too much. I don't know why they only put up 17. I'm assuming a turnover or something. But they moved the ball against that D. I think they're going to be able to move the ball against the Jets. The one thing that scares me is that the Jets' run defense has been pretty good this year. Um, But frankly, what I'm betting on here is that Josh Jacobs and that offensive line are going to be better, and they're going to win that matchup. Um, I don't like the Raiders' defense. I've said that all year. I love their offense, hate their defense, but I really do not like Sam Darnold. I think he makes too many mistakes. I think this is a defense that can jump passes and get a couple picks against him. His offensive line isn't very good, and I don't like his wide receiver core. I think Le'Veon Bell could be nice, but in a game where I think some points could be put on the board, I'm going to take the Raiders to outscore the Jets here by at least three. I'm going to say, so we're going to jump to one of my best bets um, down the road here. I'm going to take the Jets, getting the three at home here. I like the fact that the Raiders have to come all the way across the nation to play this game. Yes, Seth covered it. He definitely has the better offense, but I think I have the better defense in this situation, and I'm home. The one thing I'll say here is the Raiders didn't play well. Yes, they had a lot of yardage, but barely sneaking by the worst team in football that might not get a win all year is kind of like 
worrisome, I would say. And beyond that, the last two games, the Jets really haven't played anybody, um, being the Giants and the Redskins, yes, but they've absolutely destroyed those teams. And I think to a certain point, blowing those guys out, you kind of coming in riding high, and if they can get an early score or two, I think maybe they put this game away and win it outright, and I'm getting three points just in case on the backside. So give me the Jets plus three. I like the Jets as well. Um, 65% of the money's on the Raiders here. Oakland is traveling east, an early kickoff. Um, you've seen teams struggle in that spot. And o- Oakland has KC next week, which was a big divisional game for them. I think it could be kind of a look past the Jets type of deal this week. And Darnold can be good against bad defenses, and the Raiders by no means have a good defense. Um, and I feel like, you know, are we overvaluing the Raiders a little bit at this point? I think we might be. That's um, a great point. I don't think that they're, you know, six points better than the Jets um, if you take that home field advantage here. So I, I like the value with the Jets, and I think it's one that they could definitely go in and win. So, um, you know, give me the points. Give me the home dog. Moving on here. Wait, that means Keaton and I have $100 on that one, too. That's oh, true. Dude. Throwing Which means money we, at it. Yeah, don't be mad at us when we lose two games this week because we're <laughs> also going to win two games for you this week. That's right. You're welcome. You listen to one of us and you won money. Good job. Probably listen to us. Let's wow. see. My second pick, um, I like Green Bay plus three on the road against San Francisco in the Sunday night football matchup this week. Um, really comes down to Rodgers is the better quarterback, and I'm taking the points in the better quarterback. This is one of those games where I think that that swings it. The San Francisco defense has looked a little more vulnerable over the last couple of weeks, um, specifically against the run. And what did the Packers do well? Um, I think the they football. run. They run the football. Yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. 19th against the run, um, San Francisco, and Green Bay is fourth in running the ball. The Packers are 7-2-1 against the spread in their last 10 after a bye week. Um, obviously, that goes back 10 years. Rodgers has been the quarterback the majority of those years. Um, the Niners are 15th in yards per play, 12th yards per pass, 14th yards per rush, and 23rd in turnover percentage. Um, so not great numbers offensively, and I think that the Green Bay defense is good enough to kind of get things done. So, you know, it's kind of a Aaron Rodgers homecoming game in the Bay Area. So, you know, I like Green Bay here, getting the points. Yeah, I don't have a strong lean on this one either. It's another one where I could see it going either way. I did underline the Niners just because really what came to my mind is just we've seen Green Bay kind of have some letdown spots this year. Um, against the Chargers, there was another game that they lost that they shouldn't have, and Obviously, they're not expected to win this game, but I just think that this Niners team is pretty solid fundamentally on both sides of the ball. Uh, They don't make a whole lot of mistakes. I think, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and that offense kind of having some dud weeks, I could see this happening against a pretty good Niners defense. Um, The one worry for me is that the Niners haven't been able to run the ball very well against good run defenses, and I think the Packers are pretty good there. Um, But I've talked about how I like Kyle Shanahan a lot. I think the offense will be able to put up some points, and... I'm just kind of fading the Packers uh, doing much against that defense. I like the guys that they have on that Niners side. So I'm going to lay the three there. It's a soft lean. I don't love it. Fair enough. So we're not getting money out of you because I'm definitely on Cade's side here. Um, two best-looking quarterbacks in the NFL? Uh, well, TB12. Well, well, yeah. Two of the top Jimmy, three. Jimmy for sure. Two of the Let top think three. about that. All right. Hey, you guys ponder that. I'll give my take here. I'm with Cade. Um, I just really do like – I like the Green Bay side of this. I think I get the more – Patrick Mahomes. What? Top two for me. No. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, getting back. <laughs> I, I like Aaron Rodgers in the spotlight here. The thing with Jimmy G is um, he makes some highlight plays, yes, but he also gives the ball away a couple times. And I think you get the more veteran team. You get the veteran-led quarterback on one side. And you get the younger guy still trying to prove himself a little bit. I think he 
probably puts the ball in the wrong hands a couple of times during this game. And I didn't love how they played um, against Arizona this week. I thought, yes, it was a probably a look-ahead spot. They're probably looking ahead to this game. But I also know they're not super healthy at this point, so I'm going to take the healthier team as well. And yeah, no kill, which hurts. Poor George. Um, Poor right George. back from banged up. I don't know if Breida's playing or not. but Still questionable. I heard Coleman has not looked good as like the lead back. He's good no, like a no. flash-in-the-pan guy, but... Can't really shoulder the load. Yeah, right they're, if they're healthy across the board, Kittle, all three running backs, then Different game. I like it, but, you know, banged up in the better quarterback. The honest thing I heard on a podcast was that George Kittle is like the Mike Trout of football. And I don't remember what their point was other than underlying statistics. So apparently his underlying statistics are fantastic. I thought it was an Baseball plug. Baseball plug. You heard it here, folks. He's the Mike Trout of football. So Wait, is he the next Tom Brady? He's the next, he's the next <laughs> greatest of all time at the tight end position. Keaton. What do you got? Oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I might have taken the Pats first overall because I thought you guys were going to steal that one, and I had to find two more. This is probably my favorite bet of the week. Give me the Lions. Oh. Minus three and a half at the Skins. Cade really? hates it. Cade oh. is grimacing. I puke. like this line. Did you guys watch Dude. the Redskins last week? No. Holy cow. It hurts my eyeballs. The Lions aren't much better, though. Okay, give me Driscoll. Did you, he killed that Cowboys defense. Is this mm. defense any better? That was at home, though. Did I don't he know. Kill them? Was it that? It was pretty. Yeah, he had twenty-seven. I mean, he he's he's mobile in which for a backup yeah. quarterback putting twenty-seven on a possible playoff team. I mean, yeah. to me, that's that's pretty good, man. Home, home, whatever you want to say, is is playing at the Redskins Stadium a whole lot different than playing a home game, apart know. from when it's on like grass. I guess. Biggest thing for me, I think, is just you're laying three and a half with a rookie quarterback in his second career start. Sounds good. Uh, is Dwayne Haskins the other team's quarterback? He is. Sounds good. Do you want to play quarterback? But you can play quarterback. I think the Skins' defense is better than the Lions' defense. I, w- I think I would agree. I want to give up on Haskins yet. I don't know if he's played this My biggest thing defense. with Washington is Darius Geis is back, and he's been really good when he's played. Um, he was back last week. He didn't get a ton of touches. I think they're kind of working him back in, but I can see him blowing up against the Lions' defense here. I will say that is the scariest part for me yeah. is the Patricia-led defense scares me always. But I think there's something with Driscoll here. I think he's playing good. And you're absolutely right. I think this, I mean, the Redskins are really bad, but I, I don't think the Lions are all that much better. Um, Lions are getting 81% of the money right now. So I, that is the biggest... Um, 81% of the money or 81% of the bets? 81% of the money. Oh, so I'm on the sharp side. You, well, mm-hmm. Sharp side. Well, 83% of the tickets, too, is what I heard. So, oh, so everyone loves the everyone loves the Lions. It's the biggest lean of the week. So uh, get it in before so I'm get it in now. Then yeah, I mean get it in now. I'm going the other way. I think this will probably go up to. I'd wait on it. It'll probably be up to four, four and a half. I would bet by game time. Um, I'll lay four and put a hundred dollars on it if you want. All right, let's do it. Wow, let's do it. I don't like it that much. I'm out. I just I, <laughs> we'll see. I don't. I, I'm not in on Driscoll yet, but you know it, this this could be a spot where he does it. But, so it, Stafford is out. I haven't checked. Yeah. He's, He's probably done for the year. Yeah, that's um, too bad. He's doing good. But, yeah, I'm out on the Lions altogether, so that's kind of where it comes from for me. Let's see. Keenan already gave us third. I already gave you the Jets, You already gave me the Jets, so I guess we're going to my. Seth already gave the boys. You're down to – this is the Final last best pick of the week, week everyone. Holy cow. Oh, quick. So this was kind of the last one on the table, and I like Denver plus four at home versus the Bills. Um – I think they're at home. Yes. No, the Bills are home. Bills are home. home. Whatever. In I'm taking Denver. You don't care. <laughs> it doesn't move the line it at doesn't. all. Not, not a 16-point line move. No. So Denver lost last week. 
Um, in heartbreaking think, fashion? In heartbreaking fashion. I think that could be kind of motivating for them. They've been playing good football the last few weeks. They just haven't really gotten the results. I think they're 3-7 and seven right now. Buffalo's susceptible to the running game. And I think that Cortland Sutton is really scary on the outside. Um, I think that Lindsey and Freeman could kind of get going. You know, another tough defense on the road in a tough environment. And it could be a bad spot for Denver, but I still like him here. Chris Harris will be on John Brown most of the game. I just I don't think that the Bills can move the ball against this defense. Denver's kind of shown up. Um, they start off the year pretty bad defensively, not as on a sacks, turnovers, but they've shown up these last few weeks. And I just like the points with Denver here. I think the Bills' record has been inflated against bad teams, so... Give me the points, give me Denver. Everything you said bad about the Bills is correct. Their win-loss is inflated. All that being said, I do believe this team is better than one point better than Denver. There's a lot of betters. Good luck dealing with that emotionally, as I said that. I'm Try sorry. to figure that out. Yeah, you know, figure what it out. What did you mean? Process. You know, overanalyze. But this Bills defense is better than the Denver defense. And I get a rookie quarterback playing in Buffalo. What month is it? Is it November? Is it going to be cold? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't trust this. I mean, eventually, he's going to have to throw the ball in this game. That Bill's secondary is up, up, upside, and I think he gives the ball away here. Yes, he had a good week last week. He also had a chance to win the game for them and failed to. He had three, t- three throws, basically, from three yards out, and basically threw fades, didn't really hit anybody in the hands, didn't really give anybody a chance. And I think that meltdown, you said it could be an inspiration. I also think it could be a killer. I think that team played their hearts out for a half. They showed up against a great Vikings team, and I think they just they travel east, and I don't think they I don't think they make the plane ride to be honest. So, give me the Bills, and I would love to bet you on this if you want to throw more money. I, 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 I would like to. I would wait me first. Wait 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 wait. I will lay five points. Okay. But I want a hundred and fifty if I win. You get a hundred if you win. Oh, fine. One twenty-five and one hundred. One fifty or no deal. One twenty-five, four and a half. Four and a half on 25? Mm-hmm. Deal. That's All right, fine. let's go. Okay, my turn. Uh, <laughs> you just don't want to dive in? Hold on, I want to get my take first. So the Bills... I want to talk. The Bills this year have played absolutely nobody. They're the easiest strength of schedule in the NFL. And that's exactly why I'm picking them, because they're going to beat another bad team. Uh, they've been beating bad teams all year. They've been beating bad quarterbacks all year. They've been making bad quarterbacks look even worse than they are because that secondary is so good. So I'm going to pick them to do that exact same thing again. Um, I think that um, this Denver team, if you're picking them, you're kind of banking on them to be able to run the ball against a team that can't defend the run very well. But the same exact thing was true when they played the Chiefs and they weren't able to run against them either. Um, So I wouldn't necessarily bank on that if you're picking them just because they've played teams that can't defend the run. They haven't done a whole lot with it. And I like Josh Allen. I saw something on Twitter the other day how he is the only quarterback in the NFL over the last five or six games to have two or more uh, touchdowns. I believe it's total touchdowns. Might just be passing. Either way, he's um, he's been playing well. I mean, he's been taking care of the ball. and looked really good last week. And he, he has that element with his feet. So I, too, will be taking the Bills. Lane for it home. You gonna take some of Cade's money too, or what, dude? Yeah, sure. Dive in the pool. You want the same thing, dude? All right, hundred bucks. Just lay in the four. Lay the the, four the and numbers half, say otherwise between these two defenses. That's fine. Um, the Bills' secondary is ninth. The Denver secondary is fifteenth. The Denver rush defense is sixth, and the Buffalo rush defense is twenty seventh. So, I mean, I get that the Bills. I mean, they're kind of built around the defense. That is what everyone thinks of when they think the Buffalo Bills. But you know, Denver's—they've turned things around. And I like the way they've been playing defensively. And Josh Allen against a good defense. I'm with you, but like at the same time, like Seth said before, it's like they couldn't run against Kansas City. If you can't run against Kansas City, it's like 
who are you going to run against? And that's yes, fine. They, and I'm not, that's obviously that could be a one week performance. I'm not saying that's the case. It's just if it, if that game wouldn't have happened, I'd feel a lot more comfortable on your side than I do. Yeah. If with that, you know what I mean. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's totally unfair. Where do we think Josh Allen ranks in terms of quarterback in the NFL? Oh God, I, I he's got to be sixteen. Uh, yeah, I was going to say park. I put him like 15, 18 range. I mean, I'd go middle of the pack. I don't think he's down. He's not someone who's going to go out and like go crazy and win you a bunch of games, but he's not a guy who's going to hurt you necessarily either. I think he helps you more than he hurts you just with the, his, the element with his legs, how he can run the ball, keep plays alive, rushing touchdowns. It's got to be a case that the game's got to be low scoring. It can't be – he's not going to score you more than two touchdowns in a row like to get you back in a game. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing is is you kind of just – like you just got to keep it close for him because if it's within a score, I think it's like they're always one big play away, especially with John Brown on the edge. John Brown's been so good this year. Correct. Chris Harris, John Brown. Chris Harris is how old now? We got the best cornerback, Trey White. Trey. In the NFL. Trey. I got Cortland Sutton, so. That's true. <laughs> They're scared to throw him the ball and they put the game on the line, though. We saw that last week. That's Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so I think that about wraps it up. How about uh, teasers, over-unders? Do we have anything? Well, let's go through the other games first. because Other I games. Prepared for that yet, how about that? Um, here, I've got these down. So we've got New Orleans laying 10, um, playing the Panthers. I got one for you here. So I heard a stat that the Panthers in their last three games have been outscored a hundred and I think it was a hundred and change, like one hundred nine or something like that, to thirty two. Yeah. So if nothing what, makes me Atlanta, uh, San Francisco, and I think people finally figured out the Kyle Allen thing. I mean, his first three weeks, he he didn't have a single interception. And last week he had four. Yeah, he's 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 it's, trending the wrong way for sure. I think the boat yeah. sailed. I think everyone for a while there was like, oh, we found Cam Newton's replacement. We looked into him. And <laughs> I don't that's, know about that. That's not the case. Yeah. Not that Cam was good. but I don't know. I feel like this is one. You know, New Orleans bounced back last week against Tampa. Um, they really kind of won that thing going away. Um, another division game here, and I think the Panthers are, you know, as a team, better than Tampa. Um you know, obviously you have McCaffrey. I feel like Kamara probably goes off here. Um, the Panthers' run defense isn't all that great. It's kind of a back-against-the-wall spot for Carolina. Almost a must-win. I think they keep it close. So I feel like 10 is just a lot of points. Yeah, I'm taking the 10 and Christian McCaffrey and that secondary. Uh, and I think uh, Marshall Lattimore is either out or hurt still. So yep. it's just too many points, frankly. And you have probably the best running back in the NFL. So sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to lay the points here. I actually heard a stat where it's like, if or sorry, where it's like, but um, if you're laying double digits or more, and the over under is below fifty, it actually hits um, with the favorite over fifty eight percent of the time. So wow. I'm gonna lay the points here. I think I get the way better team, and I think they're still trending in the right direction. I think that it continues this week, and I just don't like how Carolina's playing football. And if they prove me wrong here, that's why it's not in my best bets. There you go. Um, Atlanta is laying four at home versus Tampa, the resurgent Atlanta. Is there a right way to talk about this game? Because it's arguably just... Uh, This is my over-under. I'm taking the over. I really like Atlanta, honestly. I like Atlanta a lot. It was borderline best bet. I think that they're playing really good football. The defense looks completely different. Um, You know, I, I heard a couple of things recently. They've changed up the coaching staff a lot with just positional guys. Um, they moved their wide receiver coach to the secondary. Running back coach, their wide receiver. Um, and I think their assistant offensive coach is now their running back's coach. So I feel like they're kind of playing for Dan Quinn here. They're really fighting um, when, you know, they're 3-7 and seven at this point. They don't really have a whole lot to play for. But I think it's kind of a testament to those guys. Um, they, they still care. Atlanta's 2-0 in the division. They're hot. 
Tampa Bay, I mean, this one, this one's kind of 50-50 with the money. It's a good matchup for Jameis, but Atlanta in their last 10 quarters has given up 15 points and no touchdowns. So that defense is kind of, you know, they're off the rails. I mean, they, they know what they're doing, and I think that this is a good spot for them at home. Yeah, I'm with you guys here, actually, and I another number. I just, hey, not with me. What? I'm on the Bucks. Yeah, well, no one likes the Bucks. Can you, can you, I'm done with the Bucks. They're, I can't do it with Jameis anymore. I find, hey, I two of those interceptions last week were not his fault. Did you see That's the one? I was watching the game live where the dude caught it behind his back. Caught, I say caught it, but he was like patty caking it. And he like flicked it like it was a party trick of dude perfect oh to the goodness. defender. Good golly, dude. Over under three and a half Jameis turnovers. Give me the over. Really? Against the – okay. The one thing I'll say, oh, what I was going to say is they also changed defensively. Dan Quinn finally gave up play calling defensively. There you go. That was the other one. Two different people are calling plays now. One guy calls it on first and second, and another guy calls it on third down. Is that super confusing? But it's working, so. And the numbers show it. I mean, it's something. It's been doing night and day. Right. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll live uh, for here. I like Jameis in a dome, and I'm. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if, if, the, if the Falcons, you know, early on in the season, if this is like a week four matchup, this line's probably like what, bucks like minus eight or something like that. So I'm not going to buy in too much on like a two or three week sample size on the Falcons. Um, I think the Bucks have been really good against the run all year. They're not facing Devontae Freeman. Um, I think they're not going to let the Falcons run the ball at all. Um, I think it's going to be a high scoring game and I like Jamison Adome and I like um, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans against those corners on Atlanta who I don't, I mean, the last few weeks, sure, they've been good on defense, but I'm not going to, I don't think they have a very good cornerback tandem. So I am going to be taking the four points with the Bucks on the road. Fair enough. I will say it took them over a half to throw the ball to Mike Evans last week. Do you think that they forgot they had Mike Evans, or do you think that I mean, was if a I game if I had Mike Evans, I'd probably forget he's on my team just because I like to forget about my best players, you know. Because you, ta- it's because you hate tattoos. It's yeah, I'm not a big tattoo guy, mm-hmm. so too many on tattoos me. and beard. No, <laughs> um, so we'll touch on this. This one's already over. Houston minus three and a half versus Indy at home. Um, I believe. Take the three. And Houston a half. just won twenty to seventeen. Couldn't cover. Um, but two thirds of the money was on the Texans. Um, Colts had Hilton and Ebron back. Houston secondary hasn't been good. Colts running game no Marlon Mack. Um, they were fine last week. They had guys step up. Um, Jonathan Williams, kind of a practice squad bounce around guy. He played pretty well tonight. Naheem Hines played well. Naheem Hines. You know they've still got guys. It was one I was on the fence with. I probably leaned Houston, and they probably could have covered if they wouldn't have just ran the clock out. But, you know, um, good win for Houston. They're sitting atop the NFC, AFC South, sorry. One thing I'll say about Houston, they looked pretty bad in spots against the run. And on the other side, it doesn't really matter. Like, well, it, obviously it matters, but offensive line is so, so important and undervalued. The reason the Colts were able to run the ball so well against the Texans with a second or third string running back is because their offensive line is top five in the league. So I really like that for them uh, moving forward, their ability to kind of get push up front with that offensive line. But their secondary is a problem. They have injuries all over. They're starting to work at cornerback, and Hopkins burned them a couple times. Oh, yeah, so did Fuller, too, on that big yeah. bomb. Uh, yeah, it's, for me, it's just when these Colts are healthy, they're very easy to back in big spots. Mm-hmm. And when they're not healthy, it's very easy to look to the other side. Um, this is a toss-up for me. This is probably the least bettable game of the week for me. I would never throw real money at this, but I actually had the I had the Texans. If you were to make me stand on the side and Boo. pretend like I could, I know. we all did. It's yeah, we all. This is so dumb. I took the Colts. Um, so Miami plus eleven on the road against Cleveland. Give me Miami. Yeah, hundred percent in on Miami. Um, I don't like to scream about things like this, but Miami's the right play here. 
Um, there's two dumpster fires here. One of them is a franchise. The other is a season. Game yeah. Season. Um, yeah, I like Miami as well. They played Cleveland played Pittsburgh last week, the infamous Miles Garrett game, and they played Pittsburgh. What did he do? Did he do uh, something? Go look it up. He. <laughs> um, and then Cleveland tried to put his helmet back on his head. No, something like that. And then Cleveland plays Pittsburgh next week as well. So I think this is oh, a God, really? classic look past Miami. Let's just get the win and get out of there. Yeah, I guess they're at home. but um, They're not disciplined enough with this coaching staff to not look ahead here. They're 100% looking ahead. Yeah. Is there a – do we throw a little little spare change at the Miami money line? Little, Dude, might little, as well. A little fitzy? Like two, little fitzy two three magic? bucks will get you something. Might as well. Yeah, like yeah. four bucks. But, you know, I – the, no Miles Garrett, obviously. The secondary isn't great for Cleveland. Those corners haven't been good. This Can't is stop the running, a either. classic Fitzmagic game. Um, but the one thing I will say is Baker with time could be kind of scary. He's one of those guys, you get pressure on him and he makes bad decisions. But if he's sitting back there with guys like With Landry, the weapons, yeah. And, no, you're not wrong. And then I think Njoku is scheduled to come off IR and play this week, so there's another weapon at tight end. Who for knows? me, the biggest thing is I think they could just sit there and hand the ball off to Chubb for 45 minutes and go home. Oh, yeah. And then obviously you have Hunt, who, another dimension, I think he Nasty might, he, he possibly has a big game. Um, Miami Moneyline's yeah. plus 390. Tough. So, I mean, you're getting 4-1 to one odds, essentially, with the Miami Moneyline. Not bad. So I guess we'll see. Um, I don't love it, but plus eleven. It's it's plus four hundred. You're not supposed to love it. (laughs) Uh, How about good old Cincinnati plus six and a half at home against the Steelers? Sixty percent. Oh, is this game being played still? I thought they just canceled it. I thought, yeah. Dude, give me the Bengals. I don't like the Steelers' offense at all. So Bengals' defense is bad, but better quarterback in this game. Tom Brady two or uh, Ryan? What's his name? Finley. Ryan Fingers Finley, baby. Give them to me. All right, chicken fingers, Finley. 60% of the money on the Steelers. Um, Steelers defense is kind of a difference maker if you're leaning that way. But no Juju, no Connor. Um, Steelers are banged up. Mason Rudolph has a headache. He sucks. Every um, game from now until the end of the season, it's the Bengals Super Bowl. They just need one. That's true. <laughs> it, it, that's, that was kind of my last thing is if the Bengals are going to win a game this year. This is probably one of their better shots to do it with a banged-up Steelers team at home. And no offense. I mean, they lose Pouncey on their offensive line. I mean, eh. Yeah, it's either this week or I think like week 16 or 17, they have the Dolphins, the Bengals do. So they're either winning this game or that Dolphins game. Otherwise, they're going over, I'd say. So They're beating the Pats. You bet. Um, Let's see, what is the Cincy money line? Out of curiosity. Money line parlay between the Dolphins and the... 324. Plus 225, so not great. Yeah, don't um, do it. Yeah, eh, I'm not touching it, but I, li- I like Cincy plus six and a half. Let's see, Chicago at home laying six versus the Giants. Um, Which team do you hate more? Which team would you rather be in charge of right now? Giants. Probably the Giants, honestly. Yeah, offensive weapons, man. Long term, probably the Giants. Bears defense? I mean, sure, but... I'm just asking. Danny Dimes. Do you, you, you like Danny Dimes that much? No, I really don't. But okay. I like Saquon. I, I, I just mean like in long term. Like what, what? Long term, I think he could be fine, actually. I think he'll kind of figure it out. Rookie quarterback, making mistakes, turn the ball over. But aren't the Bears a quarterback away from being like pretty good? Yes. Well, a quarterback and an offensive play caller. But, yeah. Man, just throwing naggies. Throwing, throwing. Yeah, I think Chase Daniel plays this week is what it's looking like. Um, a mysterious hip injury for Trubisky. He said it feels a night and day better. Night and day. <laughs> It hurts so bad when we were losing, but it feels better now. 
That's the guy you want running. Just seems like too many points. Um, six points. I don't know. I don't. I don't see Chicago scoring a ton. And you have Saquon. I think Daniel Jones can do some things. You know, Chicago defense is good, but Giants still score here. The one thing I'll say is if if uh, Trubisky starts, and I mean whoever Trubisky Daniels, I th- I'm gonna guess I'm gonna go on a limb and say Trubisky starts here. If that were to happen. Isn't this probably the defensive yeah. secondary that he has a game against yeah. that goes, guys, I still got no, it. I'm not buying it. That's your no. Chicago way. I'm saying if the Bears yes. win. That's your Chicago I, I, I'm, also, goes I'm also on the Giants if you pick this game. But I'm saying if the Bears win, that's how they do it. And You know what I mean? Trubisky has a good game against a bad And the team. one thing is, is if they get up big and they're still – I think this is probably still a you let him throw the ball around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get that confidence back. Yeah, and to me, it's like if you're going to bet the Bears here, and obviously we're not going to, but if you want to bet the Bears here, I would almost parlay that with Trubisky's over on passing yards. I can't imagine it's over much more than 230. Yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, it's the Giants' secondary, so they're not going to lowball you. They're not going to give you free candy. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Tennessee minus 3.5 at home versus Jacksonville. Uh, Probably this is kind of a classic Derrick Henry game. Coming off a bye, Jacksonville run defense is bad. Um, Jacksonville line hasn't been good. Foles doesn't move as well as Minshew does. He can't really escape pressure and extend plays. So that's probably your worry with the Tennessee defense versus Jacksonville. Um, I like Tennessee at home, laying the three and a half. I'm with you here. Give me the Titans. I think I think Derrick Henry's the difference maker here. We're still waiting on a super game. I think you get it in this spot. Um, Guys, are we? If you're the Jags front office, are we? Are you trading Minshew? Are you trading Foles? Are you keeping them both? Trade well, Foles. You just start Minshew. Paid Foles. It's gonna be hard to deal him somewhere. I think. I, I mean, I didn't see that. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of other suiters to me. I don't. I no. Mean, I don't think that. You are can you get going rough. to well, Matt Nagy's front door and going? He can run the Philly special. But right now, though, right? I mean, you have teams like the Bears, the Bengals, There's the a Dolphins. Couple. The Are Panthers. the Bengals knocking the door down? They're not anywhere near winning. No, but I'm saying the teams that would Minshew. I feel I, I feel like Minshew's easier to offload. He he was fine when he played this year, but what was their record with him? Five hundred. Yeah, I mean he's that. not. The thing I'll say is like that offensive line. He he made that offensive line look better than they were. Yes. And I think with a more capable one, that playmaking is still very applicable. I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL for. A while, honestly. I mean, he, he keeps plays alive like you talked about. He makes good decisions for the most part. Obviously, he's young. He had a couple mistakes. Um, but like you said, you put a good offensive line in front of him, and he's going to make plays. He's just – he's an athlete. He's a playmaker. He, he kind of seems like the it guy. He just has it. You know, you can't really describe it. Just makes plays. I like him. Yeah, okay. I mean, we'll see. I could see him just being like a career, like, good backup. Kind of like yeah, a full Brissett until now. Yeah, Foles, Brissett, those kind of guys. I could see that being Minshew's career. So, for me, I was just curious if you guys were going to deal him or not. But, yes, getting back to the point here. Give me the Titans. Three and a half isn't that much. I feel like Jacksonville is going the wrong way. And I think these Titans are quietly still vying for a playoff spot. Yep, I'm with you guys. I think Derrick Henry's going to go off, like you guys touched on. And I really like um, Tennessee up front against the Jags offensive line. Harold Landry and those defensive ends. And... Linebackers, can, I think they're going to be able to get to Foles um, with that battle line. So I, too, will be taking the Titans. Good you know. stuff. There oh, you and go. so uh, my total for the week, I, did, I think we skipped this earlier, uh, skins and lines under. Last I heard it was at 41.5. I haven't checked in the last couple hours. but 40.5. 40.5, still hammering the under here. I think both teams are on the football, skins especially, um, after last week's showing. I, just, I don't think there's a ton of points scored here. Also, there's a chance of snow, so hammering the uh, – under there for me. 
What's your over under Kate? My under is Dallas, New England, under 45. Well, yeah, half inch of rain, 30 degree weather. It's just bad weather. A lot of running the football. I don't see them scoring. Tommy, bad weather, baby. I'm gonna go Bucks Falcons over 51. There you go. Throw the ball. That's a lot of chucking the ball downfield right there, boys. It's gonna be a lot of throwing. Teasers, anybody? Um, Pats laying point five. Why not take Cowboys at 12 and a half if you think it's gonna be low scoring? Because I refuse to bet the Cowboys. I think it's a good. They good have side hurt though. my feelings all year long. I will no longer place financial circumstances. Okay, what's the, the rest cow, of your which, teaser? No, it's just the Pats three times. <laughs> okay. No, give me them. Um, give me the shoot. Where else am I going? Green Bay plus nine. Absolutely, Green Bay plus nine. Also, Miami up to way too many, all the way up to seventeen. Can Cleveland score seventeen points? Mm, no, maybe. It's Miami. Also, Panthers up to 16-2. So. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I like taking the Cowboys up to 12.5, give me the Giants up to 12, Bengals up to 12.5, Miami up to 17. I'm not going to put all these in one teaser, but these are the, the teams I like to tease up. Panthers up to 16. You could take the Bucks up to 10 against the Falcons. Um, even I wouldn't even mind taking Denver up to 10 against the Bills. I think that's going to be low scoring. Um, so There's a lot of nice lines that you could tease up, get a lot of points if you take underdogs and tease them. Don't forget about your 10-point teasers. We always go with the 6-point teasers, but you can hit the 10-pointers as well. If that You don't get as good of odds, obviously. That was such a dad comment. It went home to play GoldenEye on lunch break. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, let's see mine. I like Green Bay up to plus 9, Seattle up to plus 7, and the Cowboys up to plus 12.5. Three good football teams. I think they all keep it close. Ten points. What are the odds on that with it being a ten point teaser? Do you know? Uh, no, these are six pointers. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought, I thought open you were your ears. Man. Sorry. Gonna do it for us this week, folks. Um, hit us up on Twitter. We are at the Gambling Couch. At Gambling Couch. At Gambling Couch. No the at Gambling Couch. Go no check the, us out. No the, no nothing. We'll post these picks later on. You can go win yourself some money. Gardner Minshew is our header. He is our header. Um, our backup header. And then our we're, email we're address. Email address thegamblingcouch at gmail.com. Send us questions, takes, anything you got. Tell us we're stupid for Pete's sake. I'm yeah, aware. give us something and we'll we'll shout you out on the podcast next week. So that'll do us for our week 12 best Sounds bets. Sounds up 69 points right now. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.